Sometimes when a yid does a mitzvah, it might look like it's hard sometimes. But being that it's a mitzvah from Hashem, so first of all, we always, we make sure we do it. And in the end, when we do what Hashem wants, that's really, it's really good for us. And we work hard doing a mitzvah, Hashem gives us a more reward because we worked hard for it. Here's a maisa, a story of someone who he thought he's going to do a mitzvah. It might get him in trouble. He did it anyways. And instead, the fact he did that mitzvah, it ended up saving him. This story is called The Shabbos Queen to the Rescue. On Friday night in Davening, we call Shabbos like the queen. So it's called like the Shabbos Queen. This story happened almost 200 years ago. There was a place in, like, in Russia where they were, there was a war. There were a lot of wars over times where there were Polish people fighting against the Russian government. And they got rid of the Russian government. We're only Polish here. not going to tell us what to do. But then the Russians came back and they won again. There was a lot of fighting. So there was a, a small town. There was an innkeeper a Yiddish innkeeper, and the story doesn't, it says we don't know his name, so we'll call him Yosef. That's the name they give him in the Maisa. They call him Yosef the whole story, even though it doesn't say what his real name was. So everyone knew that he has a very nice hotel. Everyone would come to him, and he had delicious food forever would come by. And especially Shabbos, he had the most beautiful table. It wasn't a regular hotel on Shabbos. He wouldn't rent it to people. Like, he'd invite people as guests. One Shabbos, it came late Friday night, and the Russian general came into town with all his soldiers. They just came back from a big battle, big fighting, and he wanted to come into town and relax and rest. And he also wanted to drink some good wine. So he heard, he asked, who sells wine in this town? And they said, oh, Yasef the innkeeper, he sells a lot of very good wine. Ah, he sent his soldiers go right away to Yasef's. Yasef, find him and buy the best wine. I want to drink. So the helper, the general, came to Yasef's hotel and he took out a big thing of money. It was already Shabbos. Yasef just came back from Shoal and said, here, give me your best wine. I'll pay you a lot of money. Give me the best wine. The general wants it. But it was Shabbos. So Yasef said, I'm sorry, but I can't sell you wine. It's Shabbos. So he said, what? I- you know, this is not for anybody. This is the general. The general wants wine. You have to give it to him. I said, yeah, but it's Shabbos. I can't sell it to you. I love to give it to him, but I'm not allowed to sell Shabbos. So this helper went back to the general and said, uh, Mr. General, the Yid said he's not going to sell it to you because it's his holy day. So the general got so angry. <gasps> he dared say no to me? Tell him he better sell me wine or else I'm going to get him in huge trouble. He's not going to imagine what. So the soldiers came back to Yasef's hotel, and then they came back again to the general without any wine. So the general burst out angry. Why didn't you bring me wine? He's screaming away. So they said, listen, the Jew said he's not going to sell wine for any money in the world to no one, but he gave us his keys and said, if you want, you can open up his storage room where all his wine is, and you could take wine for free, like be his guest. He can't sell it to you, but you could take it for free. Just like as if you're his guest. So the general, of course, was so angry, the 
Jew there said, no, he's not going to sell me wine. Now he's like, wait, he's not going to sell it to me, but I can take it for free. Something's funny here. Is, the, is he just being like chuspidic to me? Or is he being brave maybe? Wait, this is very interesting. He's giving it to me for free. I, I, I want to go visit this, 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 this person, this year, and see him. So the general came to Yesi's house with his helpers. And he knocked on the door and he looked inside. He saw the most beautiful thing he ever saw. The general never saw a Shabbos table and people making a Shabbos meal. He saw the beautiful table with a nice white tablecloth with all the delicious food on it, with a Shabbos candle shining, with Yasef, his wife and children, dressed in their beautiful Shabbos clothes, all their faces shining and happy, and maybe they were singing songs, telling stories, and everything looked so amazing, so happy, and the general never saw such a nice, amazing meal together before. He saw other types of meals, like going do, he never saw a Shabbos meal. And he was just like staring, like in a little shock at this, looking at this meal. And he thought he's going to come in and say, hey, how dare you, I'll teach you. Well. But now he's just like, calm, calm down. And he even felt like a little sorry, oh, uh, I, I mean, like sorry for disturbing such a nice, beautiful meal, your whole family. So Yasef got up to go greet the general. And the general asked him, you know, politely, more respectfully, um, why didn't you sell me wine? Don't you know? That during a war, if you say no to the, the army, that's like you're fighting, like you're going against the army. And you get in big trouble for saying no to the army. Don't you know that? So Yasef told him, your honor, you know that I'm not allowed to do business on the holy Shabbos. This Shabbos is one of the Ten Commandments that our God, the king of the whole world, the king of all kings, gave to us. And we have to listen to what he says before any other person, any other king. But now that you honored us with your presence to come here, please, it'll be my honor if you could come, take whatever wine you want, any food you want. I would love to have you as my guest. So the general was very impressed. And okay, he sat down with his helper and they had a meal. And he never has such a delicious meal. The general is very rich. And they make for him all the fancy foods. But somehow here, things tasted different. Things were special. And you had like a filter fish with a chrein, with a chicken, with a timis, with a kugel, with the wine, and with the soup, everything. And he felt, wow, somehow things here feel left. He put his hand in his pocket, and he took out some pieces of gold to give it to Yasef. You know, I really don't to take money as Shabbos. And anyways... We consider it a mitzvah to have guests. We like enjoying people, inviting people. That's what we do. So it was an honor for me to have you here. So please, don't, don't give me money, and I can't even take it. So General put back the money in his pocket, and he shook Yasef's hand with a big smile, and he left all happy. He thought he was going to come, teach him a lesson, and oh, wow, he's so impressed, and left all happy. Fine. Years later, a few years later, some soldiers burst into Yasef's hotel, and they said, Where's Yasef? They grabbed him, you're under arrest. They tied him up, and they took him to this army jail. And they started asking questions. Who is in your hotel? Who are you talking with? What are you doing? What? On and on, questions, questions. And he's like, what did I do wrong? What happened? So he figured out from all the questions is that 
the Russians, they captured, they arrested one of the leaders of the people fighting against them. It was the Polish fighting against the Russians. So they captured a leader of the rebels. His name was Pan Kanarski. And they found a bunch of papers he had. And one of the papers he wrote that a lot of the times, me and my friends, we would stop by in Yesus Hotel and we would discuss secrets over there about our fighting. So the Russian government saw this paper. Hmm. They would stop by in Yesus Hotel and discuss secrets. <gasps> Yesus must be helping them. That's why they come to his hotel. Go arrest Yesus and bring him here. So the soldiers came and put him in jail. So they're asking questions. Who do you know? So he was sitting in jail, waiting for his, it's called a trial, when you sit in front of the judge and they say, you're guilty or not. And he knew that if they say he's guilty, they're going to give him the worst punishment ever. They're going to send him out to Siberia to work for many years. Very, very hard, hard work. You can't imagine how hard it is in freezing cold. And most people don't come back alive. Or they might decide just to, to shoot him right away because you're helping fight against the government. And even worse, he was thinking, if they say I'm guilty that I did it, I'm helping fight against the government, they're going to say, wait a minute, Yasef's helping fight against the government. Why? And Yasef's Jewish. Ooh, must be the Jews don't like us. So it's not only Yasef, the other Jews also. So let's see what the other Jews are doing. Let's go sneak on them or make trouble for them. It will be trouble for the other Yudin also. He was thinking, how could I try to prove to them it's not my fault? They came to my hotel. I didn't know who they are. I didn't tell them, don't come in because uh, maybe you're Polish. I, I don't know who it was. What's my fault? But there's nothing he thought he knew he was able to do. He was sitting in a jail cell except for sitting and saying till him, which that he did. He done saying till him with a broken heart. One day, he was in the middle of saying till him, and this big heavy door of his jail cell opens, and this big top minister in charge of, like, all the jails, walked in. And Yasef was saying Tillman, crying. He had tears in his eyes. He couldn't even see clearly. And the inspector was staring at him and said, Why? My good friend Yasef, the innkeeper? Why are you here in jail? So Yasef wiped off his tears, and he looked up at the inspector. And that was the general. The general, he got another position until he became the chief person in charge of all the jails. And he was going to visit the jails, and he saw Yosef. So he said, believe me, your honor, I didn't do anything wrong. I was minding my own business. I said, I have all the fights. I would have nothing to do with it. I'm innocent. It wasn't me. I, I don't know. They just came into my hotel. I, I didn't do it. So this general, who is now the chief inspector of all the jails, said, I believe you. I think you're, you're innocent. A person like you, wrong, so in your beliefs, and so honest to everything, you wouldn't take a penny from me, you wouldn't take gold coins from me, because you're, I, I can't believe you were fighting against the government. I don't believe it. I'm going to make sure you get free, that you get out of here. And this way, you didn't take money from me. I'll be able to pay you back for the kindness you did to me. You were so nice to me that Friday night. I, I, I never forgot it. I want to do something nice to you. So now, this chief inspector went to the other people in the government who were in charge of like catching criminals and seeing if they're guilty, if they're not. And he told them, listen, 
I know that Yosef. I met him a few years ago and said the whole story. And I know he's the most honest person ever. It can't be he's involved in trying to fight against the government. It doesn't make sense. You know his hotel? His hotel's the best hotel. Everyone comes. He has delicious food. You gotta try it one day. I'm telling you, go there, try it. Everyone comes. It's not his fault that the Polish that came there also. Well, what's he supposed to do? You, hmm, don't come in. I don't know who you are. It's not his fault. So, this time the general said, his chief inspector, all the people in the government listened and they said, oh, well, you're probably right. So, okay, you're free. You can go home. So, when he came home, everyone was shocked. How did he get free? They never believed the government would say, ah, you didn't do it. Okay, you go home. So, what happened? How did you get safe? Jesus said that the Shabbos queen saved me. Oh, I'm not going to sell wine. I'm going to keep Shabbos. He thought maybe I'm going to get in trouble for giving Shabbos, right? Because he kept Shabbos, that Shabbos protected him and saved his life. 